<laughs> this is great. Welcome, Kirsty. Now, am I saying it right, Kirsty Weeback? Yes, you've nailed it. Well done. <laughs> it's okay. We started on a good, a good <laughs> note. <laughs> Do you That's get it. a whole lot of like Kirsty Christy? Oh yeah, almost exclusively Christy. I'm sorry, I've been calling you Christy for the last six weeks. I've, I've been saying Kirsty, but you know, it's one name I can never get right. I'm so sorry. No one can. I'm, I'm just. Yeah. I think it's the I and the R. They're too close together. Yeah, <laughs> the names are too similar. There's just, no need for both yeah, of them. Yeah. So how are you? Yeah, I'm great. How about you? We are Thank very you. nervous. Yes. Like, so we first discovered you, like, when you were here in May in Perth at um, Planet Royale doing the biggest comedy show on earth for the Perth Comedy Festival. Now, there was a whole heap of comedians that came out and everyone had, like, five minutes on stage. It seemed like five minutes. And when you came out, Mm. you were like, oh, my God, like, you were our favourite one of the night. You just, like, captured us. (laughs) And we were front row and we were laughing our heads <laughs> off and we were like, oh, my God, let's just hope we don't get attacked oh, no. by these comedians, which thankfully we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we and were kind also, to you. About, yes. about that, that particular night, there was a comedian there that night called Paul Foote. Do you know, mm. do you know him? Like he was. Yeah. He gets the award for the craziest Crazy. person like that night. He just yeah, came out. he was incredible. Um, Ummed and ard and like he didn't have any material. Well, maybe that wow. is his material. Is it? Can you? That's can his you material. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's his. That's his shtick. He's yeah. um, that's that's how he performs, and he's um, he's incredibly popular. He's got a massive following. Like, but he's from the UK, but not just in the UK. I mean, he he has a huge following down here as well, which is why he was touring. But He's um, yeah, he's a genius. Like he's just so unique. That's like, what you, I thought. You never see anyone else like him. No, no, no you will never forget that. <laughs> I thought to myself, yeah, he is. He is either going to be like an absolute genius where you just don't get it, you know, or he's mm. just he's just coming out there taking the piss, <laughs> like you don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's a, he's a genius. He he knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> He, he did single out a couple of people from the front row. Thankfully, mm. it wasn't us. No. Um, is that something, mm-hmm. like, that you do? Do you ever, like, single out people in the crowd? No, I don't do it because um, I know that a lot of people hate that and a lot of comedians do it and there's a lot of comedians that are very skilled at it and are able to make a show much better through a little bit of, we call it crowd work, but... I don't personally do it because I know that there are so many people who don't go to stand up comedy because they hate that facet of it. And so I've, um, over the years, I've always written a joke at the start of my show about how I don't do it, a different joke every year. Mm. And, um, and through that, the words kind of spread that I don't do it. And I know that there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people who come to my shows specifically because they know that that's not going to happen. And I and I like that. I like that people yeah. feel safe to be able to come and do that because there's plenty of shows for people who do love um, crowd work. 
and, yeah, and I a think topic is, being singled I think out. That's a problem when we do go to a show. As much as you want to, you're worried that you are going to be singled out and you're stressed about it to the point where you're not enjoying the show <laughs> because you're worried you're going to be singled yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're so thankful that you don't Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. But um, <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> we we have been we have been stalking your Instagram mm. lately and we've noticed right. that you've been doing your um impersonations, right? Yeah. <laughs> we love. Now we thought we might just add <laughs> one or two impersonations to your list so that you can okay, I'm sure great. you've got I'm sure you've got a long list to do. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we want we want you to do one when you know in in your good time when <laughs> you're walking into <laughs> JB Hi-Fi <laughs> and it's going to be a really short impersonation because you're going right. to walk into JB Hi-Fi and no one's going to serve you. No, you're never going to get served. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> honestly, right? Okay. It's an, it's an absolute down. joke. Writing yeah, yeah write it down. <laughs> Yeah, it's an absolute oh, joke. I've got a JB Hi-Fi next to me. I go there all the time. You never get served. No. And, and I want to spend. I, I want to spend good <laughs> money in there. Exactly. I want to spend good money, but no, it's not going to happen. And then we thought you could do right. um, characters on reality TV. Like, um, do you do you watch reality TV? Oh. Yeah, look, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure. Um, oh, good. Thank God. We got yeah, lots we to love talk it. about. We love it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, did you... I, yeah. I'm into those Love Islandy kind of ones. And yes. the latest one I watched was um the the queer version of Ultimatum, the Ultimatum. Yeah. That, that sucked us in for a good couple of weeks. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I do like them. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think I'm like everyone else where I hate watch them, but then <laughs> yeah. you're suddenly incredibly invested Something. and you know everyone's yeah. names and yeah. you're rooting for a certain person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you watch Maths, um, you know, with Alyssa in there? We thought you could do like a character for, like Alyssa and say, I have a child. That was her little takeaway <laughs> quote from the... <laughs> right. So yeah, make sure you write. Make sure you write these down. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to ask you is, um, you know, you talk about on your videos like you're the friend of Bunnings. We need you to clarify mm. that for us. I, I didn't. I don't. I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is so dumb yeah. that we're missing something. It's not. No, it's not. I'm so glad that I can give you a glimpse into my culture. Um, <laughs> Bunnings is like, um, it's a queer stereotype. So people okay. joke about um, about lesbians hanging out in Bunnings oh. and um, that if you are a lesbian and you're single, you can go to Bunnings and find a partner. Um, <laughs> I've, I've had a running joke for years about how when I'm not um, touring or, or when I'm in town, that's what I do to unwind is I go and cut laps of Bunnings. <laughs> And so Friend of Bunnings is like something I, I, I said it right. in a stand-up clip a couple of years ago and um, yeah. it's just meant to be like how, how they said Friend of Dorothy back in the day oh. for, for gay people. So I just <laughs> made it Friend of Bunnings. Right. We get it now. I <laughs> get it. I get it. So should I put on a, a flannelette shirt and go shopping at Bunnings by myself? <laughs> if you want to come back with a girlfriend, go for it. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, now, <laughs> so you say also that when you're a comedian, 
you know, and something bad happens to you, people go, oh, that's great. You've got content for your show. And that's, I can relate to that because that's something I say to Tracy all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She has so much drama in her mm. life mm. that without that, unplanned. I don't, unplanned. unplanned drama, that without that, we wouldn't have right. any content <laughs> for the show. And I'm always saying, don't worry, it's great content for the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. So, yeah. So are you still getting that? Are you still getting people saying that to you, like for your stage shows? Constantly, all the time. So you break and your leg time. and it's like, mm. oh, don't worry, it's great. Oh, 100%. I, I had a show at the Enmore Theatre a few months ago and I was, ta- I was in Melbourne in the morning and I was taking my dog for a walk and just to get her exercise before I got on the plane and we did this walk that we've done a million times and on the walk I tripped on a tram track and I fell over and I, and I hurt my knee so badly that I knew that I had to call an ambulance. Shit. And... I mean, I can't laugh. I did. <laughs> you can because I'm fine. Sorry, Tracy laughs at funerals. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm just kidding. No, Tracy, the poor dog. you can laugh. No, you've got <laughs> you've got permission to laugh because it's also the most Melbourne accident that ever happened. Like getting a tram track through the knee, um, like burning yourself on an oat latte. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm I'm on the ground and some people are helping me and then um, actually an off duty paramedic. He did. He was just on a run, and he and he came. Just past happened and to be like, there. Yeah, right place. Well, wrong place at the wrong time for him, but right place for me. Yeah. And he took a look at it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you got to go to hospital." Oh. And so the ambulance came, and and it took me to to hospital, and um, I had to get my knee stitched up, and I got I got X-rays and stuff, and it was fine, and it's it's healed great. But I ended up with, I think it was seven stitches in it, which is a lot of stitches. Yeah. Oh. And um, pushed my flight back, still managed to make the show that night at the Enmore. But um, mm. even in the hospital, like while I was waiting to get stitched up in and get the x-rays done, three different staff members in the hospital were like, this will be good for you on the stage, <laughs> Kirsty. Oh, I can't believe it. Do have no respect for your <laughs> actual <laughs> real life? <laughs> Oh, my dog's just running. <laughs> Have no respect for your real life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, all the time everyone's like, yeah, this will, and most of the time they're right, but, like, at the time you're like, you're like, right. like I just need like, knee stitched up. Yeah. yeah, hello, my kneecap's falling out <laughs> of my knee. Like, please, yeah. give me consideration. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, um, <laughs> How many animals do you have and how do you cope with touring? Like when you have to tour, how, what do you do with your animals? Yeah, great question. Um, I used to have a joke about how I had to wait until I got into a relationship um, <laughs> to get pets. Yeah. Which, and I joke about it, but it's that's true. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we have two animals. We have a cat. We've got a 15-year-old cat called Fergie. She's a nightmare. She hates everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's her right. My partner, it is her right. But my partner's <laughs> kind of worn her down. Oh. And she's actually, like, you can pat her and stuff now, which when we adopted Ooh. her, you absolutely could oh. not. Like, mm-hmm. if you walked anywhere near her, she'd, like, just cut you to ribbons. Like, yeah. yeah, she was so on edge all the time. But she's a lot more chill now. But um, there's, so there's Fergie and then, 
Joan is our Pomeranian and she's just over two years old. Oh, so, so sweet. Yeah, they're beautiful. And it um, this was probably one of the few perks of um, the lockdowns and stuff for us was we got Joan as a puppy in between lockdowns and we kind of had to get a puppy because we needed the cat to be able to assert her dominance over a dog yeah. if we got one. Yeah. So we got Joan in between lockdowns and, like, there wouldn't be a time in my career where I was around enough for us to have a puppy without the lockdowns, yeah. basically. Yes. Yeah. So I was, I was around heaps. I got to train her. I got to hang out with her during the day. My partner's a nurse, so she was at work every day during the oh, pandemic. Yeah. And um, Good company. And, yeah, so, yeah, great company. And then um, by the time I was able to hit the road and start touring again, that dog just, was My dog's just away. heard you talking about dog. <laughs> he thought he'd make an appearance. Yeah. Right on cue, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well trained. By the time, that's exactly right. By the time I, I started touring and stuff again, like Joan was old enough to be a bit more chill. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we just have a dog walker. So when I'm on the road, oh. run, my partner Riel gets up in the morning and we'll take them for, a, uh, like take Joan for a walk. Then the dog walker comes at midday and then Elle's home after work to take her to the park or whatever. So That is and, so and good. With me, we've got some mates that like, we're, we're, this is kind of a scam actually because... <laughs> We live right near the bay in Melbourne, yeah. so we live in we live in a really cool area, and so we can usually lure our friends to look after the, the girls. But yeah. like, do you want a do you want a beachside weekend? And yeah. they're like, hell yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> so your brain like yeah, you're brainwashing people into doing what you want. But I totally get it about the cat and ripping people to shreds. We've got a um, a rescue cat, and when we got him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he hated people, hated everything, and eventually we wore him down too. So, but it does take a loving, right. loving family to to do that. Mm. So, Bare yes, that, that's good. So you got a good supportive partner who can look yeah. after <laughs> look after the animals. Yeah, because it, it must be really hard um, for you to tour. Like, you know, how, how many tours would you do in in a year? Or you constantly. Well... Or does it go in ebbs and flows? No, I mean, what most of us do is we write a new show every year and then we tour oh. the new show. So we usually take it to all of the major cities mm-hmm. and then and then it's up to us. Like there's mm. some other places that we might have built audiences in that we'll take our shows to. Um, for me, I'm always like looking for new places to start building in. Yeah. Um, so like the last couple of years, I've started going up to far north Queensland a bit more. And I started going to Perth a little bit more, like to, yeah, um, yeah to build, yeah, yeah, just That's to build great. audiences and get people yeah. coming out to see you. And because if if you keep going consistently, yeah. your audiences grow. But you've got to yeah. you've got to put the work into yeah to get Check there. So yeah, we yeah yeah. So we um yeah we tour every year, and I guess like my tour ended probably two weeks ago. So. Yeah, like start yeah. of June and started in like February. And then Mama. what happens in the back end of the year is like I've got a couple of encore shows of that mm-hmm. show from the tour. I'm mm-hmm. already working on my new show. Plus um, we tend to go back to all the cities we went to in the first half of the year and we do mm-hmm. their clubs. 
And so then, so again, you're building more audience by going and doing, like you might go and headline the clubs for four or five nights and then all the people that have seen you there, you'll get some new fans out of that. And then when you go in a few more months for the comedy festival again, all those people will come out and see you in the show again. So it's just getting yourself in front of more people so they know about you and they they know what you're doing. And, yeah, yeah, so it's it's kind of never ending because, yeah, yeah, like my tour ended two weeks ago. But I think three nights after I came back from Brisbane Comedy Festival, I was on stage here in Melbourne working on new jokes for next year. So oh, it's oh over. Do you, that's so good. Do you have like a little note section in your iPhone where, and you might be overhearing like conversation on a train or a bus and you go, oh, my God, that's a great joke. Like I'll adapt that into <laughs> exactly. my. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what most of us do. <laughs> totally. You'll be making lots of notes after talking with us. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I'm doing here. I'm just mining you for bits. I know. It happens all the time. I can imagine. And you do a lot of, yeah. Sorry, you go. You you do a lot of work with um, Ivan and should I even try and say him, Ivan Aristagueta? You nearly nailed it. It's Ivan Aristagueta. Oh, you're yes, very close. Yeah, Rista Gieta, yeah. yeah. Who, who's yeah, the better yeah. debater? <laughs> <laughs> neither of us. We're two good friends. We, um... <laughs> yeah, so are you actually actually good friends? Yeah, we're best yeah. of friends. That's why we work together on so many things. Um, yeah, That's yeah so we're good. super good friends and, yeah, it's really good. Um. Yeah, and we both work really similarly. So, yeah. I mean, I've got a few friends that I work on different projects with, but Ivan and I, yeah, we're super close and we we write yeah. loads of stuff together and, you know, we help each other with jokes for our shows and, yeah, yeah we film a fair bit I, of stuff together. And I yeah, liked yeah. watching your debate things. I think they're really, really cute. Um, if I was going to ask you if you could spell his surname, would you be able to do oh. it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's A R I S T E G U I E T A. Oh, maybe I You're spelled wrong. it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number, number one rule of Fight Club is have the correct spelling before somebody so confidently spells it for you. <laughs> Yeah. There was three oh, no. was wrong in that one. So, all right, never mind. You win. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I mean, she would know. Yes, um, yes. How politically correct do you have to be with jokes today or do you as a comedian have a poetic licence to say whatever the bloody hell you want? Because we can't. We can't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, it depends on, I think it just depends on, the individual. I mean, political correctness to me is basically just about considering other people. Mm, yeah. And so, like, the idea of being politically correct essentially is like, you know, being mindful of other people and like what might hurt mm. other people's feelings or further mm. marginalise them. So, for me personally, like, political being politically correct isn't um, difficult. Because I like I'm a comedian because I want to make people happy and I want to give people a laugh. Yeah. So whenever I'm writing a joke, like I always just think to myself, have I thought about this from every angle to make sure that it would include everyone in the room? 
Yeah. And that's kind of my biggest goal is that I want everyone in the room to be laughing and mm. I don't want it to be at somebody's expense. Excluding. I don't want somebody to be sitting there. Yeah, someone sitting there going, oh, it's, you know, she's making fun of this group of people and that's the group of people that I'm from. Like I feel yeah. terrible now. And, yeah. You yeah. know, they're sitting there knowing that the room's laughing at them and like and yeah. that's just not a part of my character anyway. Yeah. So that's generally good. in stand-up comedy, yeah, I think anyone that's like, you know, angry about political correctness or whatever in comedy, mm. kind of want to be able to get up there and just have a crack at minority groups and stuff. Mm. And like, that's yeah. not my jam anyway. No. Like, it's not a part of my personality. So, no. yeah, it's I really think, easy for me. I think you summed it up when you said just taking care of people's feelings. I think that actually makes, simplifies it yeah. and yeah. sums mm. it up. Just, yeah, that's mm. actually perfect. Mm. Perfect. I think and if you relatable, yeah, like you would you'd be saying things, and I'd be thinking, oh yeah, that's right. And then you'd have a giggle because you've either done it yourself, yeah, you've been in the same situation, or you can relate to it, you know, in a different way. So yes. I think it's yeah, more, yeah, it's it's fun. Yes, exactly. yeah. I think and I think that's the most important thing to me about comedy is like yeah, trying to make it relatable for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. even if you haven't been in that position yourself, being able to understand it. Yes. And just being like, oh, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. like, that. that is a funny thing, like, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah, at no yeah. one's expense versus. And it can be risky sometimes because mm. you're trying to be really cheeky, like, you know, your Pope um, video that you've got on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to be really cheeky. But how do you be cheeky yeah. that you're, you know, you're not going to offend people, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you you uh, get good at towing the line, I think, as well. Yeah. As long as you're on the right side of the line, I think. Like you can get away with being cheeky if people can see your heart's in the right place. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Mm. And um, have you had anyone sort of like steal your material before? Um, No, not really. Um, I mean, I've had. It would be a nice compliment if you did I guess <laughs> well we it's kind of the cardinal sin in comedy is stealing someone else's material like mm. once you get a reputation for that you're in pretty big strife in the comedy community so yeah we're really good at um we're really good at letting people know like an example is a few years back I had a joke about a washing machine yeah and like not original like everyone's got a washing machine right but I had this joke and one of my friends was like, oh, uh, this other comedian has a joke about washing machines. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I'm like, but that doesn't mean no one can have a joke about washing machines. They just yeah. need to be different. Yeah. And so I, I contacted our other mate and I was like, oh, I haven't seen your washing machine bit, but I've got one at the moment. What's yours about? He told me, I told him what mine was. We both agreed that they were completely separate. And then we both just carried on doing them. Right. Yeah, but especially because you're often writing about things that are topical, it's really common in stand-up comedy just to have parallel thought. Yeah, yeah. So every now and then you'll have somebody who has similar material to you, or you know, has is looking at a certain topic from a similar angle to you, and it's not that they've ripped it off you or you've ripped it off them. Like you've just both had a similar thought about the same yeah. topic. Yeah. So, but we're but we're so careful about it. Like it's mm. yeah. yeah, it's it's just you'd be pretty if you were a repeat offender, you'd probably yeah. be ostracized from the community. Yeah. So totally we work agree. so hard to come up with our material yes. that it's yeah. it is literally the worst thing you can do, steal other people's material. Yeah. 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 
totally mm. agree because um, it's like at the moment, you know, everyone's coming out with a podcast. So you can't say, oh, my mm. friend had a podcast, so we, we can't. can't do a podcast mm. now. Mm. Everyone's going to yeah. bring a point of yeah. difference yeah. to whatever they choose to do. So, yeah, yeah as totally. long as you respect everybody, I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Now just want to ask, what's one thing that annoys you the most about people? Like I can say for me. <laughs> so for me, it's like when you're coming down an escalator and people just stop right at the mm. bottom and they just, yeah. oh, how are you going, Jack? How's, you know, and they just stop for that convo and you're like, um, hello, I'm about where, to where be sucked up by the escalator. Can you please move to the side? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> that, do, you, do you people watch and get your, you know, your stuff for your next show and sort of like go, oh, my God, hate that about people, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't really talk much about it on stage, but there's plenty of things that wind me up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much anything anyone else does on the road winds me up. Mm. Like every time I'm in the car, I'm like, why can't anyone drive? Yes. Like, my, yes. my partner hates being in the car with me because the second we leave the driveway, I just do like a low volume running commentary of everyone around me. I'm like, what's he? You're looking at why is he doing 20 k's in a 40 zone why isn't she merging you've got to accelerate go 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 you've got to hit 80 k's to merge in the slip lane what are you doing like you love your horn time to our destination i am obsessed with my horn Same. like there's more time Same. on the horn than off the horn and do you are you a holder down horn or a holder down like do you hold it down or do you just press it um when I really mean business, like wow. if someone cut me off and it's really yep. dangerous, yep. Like <laughs> they're getting the fifteen to twenty second treatment. Oh wow. again, we Delight. can relate. I can relate. Road rages. <laughs> Road rages. I love my horn. It just makes you feel better when you know you can release that release, energy, isn't mm, it? Mm, yeah. Well, oh, it's so it seems. People can't merge in any state. No, then. we thought it was Western Australia, no, no, but they can't. No. They can't merge anywhere. And sorry to typical type Volvo drivers. Oh, sorry, <laughs> oh, you don't have a Volvo, do you? <laughs> you should have cleared it first. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> so we're not like each other now. Whoops, the Daisy, um, and that's yeah, the end of the call. Yeah. Volvo drivers. Reason. I don't know what it is. I look at a Volvo now and I think, oh no, here we go. What's yeah, here happen? we go. <laughs> I, know. I know. Well, there you go. Um, and how did your parents react when you told them you wanted to go into comedy? I don't. I don't think they really minded. Like, I think my dad wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Oh, and he's um. Yeah, but he like he went into the air force and then he went into IT and stuff and then government. But he, wow, yeah, he's very very funny. Mm. Yeah, really different. But I don't think they yeah they, they weren't stressed. Like, oh, that's my good. parents. Yeah, they because I was thirty. I'd just gotten back from traveling. I'd, I'd lived overseas for like six years. Um. Oh. They were, they were pretty supportive and, like, because I kept working when I started out, like, you, as everyone does, because you don't, yeah. I mean, a lot of comedians never make any money, but mm -hmm. um, if you're fortunate enough to make a career out of it, you de it definitely takes years to start making yeah. proper money. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I had a full-time job. I left that after a couple of years of doing stand-up and then I had a casual job for a couple of years. 
And so, you know, because I was a bit older and stuff, I don't think they were worried because they were like, oh, you're doing what you need to do financially. Like you're still working. It's not like, yeah. you know, you've got no money coming in or whatever. And then, you know, by the time I left them was a, a full-time comedian, um, you know, I think they were just excited for me they were like yes like because they knew it was my dream and then I'd sort of achieved yeah. it and yeah yeah so they were super supportive I reckon and they've come to nearly all of my shows that's um, definitely good. all the ones they've been able to and like yeah they yeah. love it they're very nothing proud. better than mm-hmm. having the support, the support of your family yeah. and um were yeah. you the class comedian in in school yeah oh, that's <laughs> I was definitely yeah I was always the class clown like yeah the whole way through it was um and, yeah, and I just loved it. That's what made me think because people my whole life were like, oh, you should be a comedian. You're so funny. But I, I knew from a really young age that, like, being funny in class or being funny with your mates is not the same as being a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, like you're standing up in front of people that know nothing about you and they've got no goodwill towards you, like, until you're playing to your fans at festivals and whatever and, they're all from different backgrounds. They've had different kinds of days. Like there's so many variables and you're meant to make each and every one of them laugh. Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. really hard. It's and yeah. you so. suck at it for years. Yeah. Like most people suck for years until they finally find their voice and mm. work out what yeah. the formula is. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, it's so good and you can be so fortunate to know early on what your strengths are and, you know, how you're going to build it into a career. That's mm, so, mm, you're so fortunate mm, for that. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's so good. Well, we would like to say thank you for being on the show and I think we're going to wrap it up now. But we would like to say it's been an absolute pleasure it talking has. to you Thank today. You. It's great. And um, yes, hopefully we look forward to seeing you in Perth soon. Any mm. plans of coming to Perth? Um, is it well, are we gonna have to wait till next year? No, I'll be back. I'll be back at the end of the year. I'm shooting for like October, November at the moment. So yeah. hoping to get back around then, but then otherwise I'll definitely be back to the Perth Comedy Festival next year. So yeah. Right. Can't wait. Awesome. I love Perth audiences, by the way. Yay! I always tell everyone that Perth audiences are one of my favourites in the country. That you is guys so are up for everything. Oh, good. That is yeah. so good to hear because we love you too. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> we'll see you next time in Perth then. Awesome, legend. Thank you so hey, thank much. You so thank much. you so much. Thank you so much. See you, see you later. Have a great day, mate. You too. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.